Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Good afternoon, Cactus Chris. How are you? Cactus Chris in the fucking building. You already know what the fuck going on. Um, I was just actually, Jason, thank you for reminding me. I was just thumbing through the new Cactus Jack McDonald's collaboration um, on my cell phone. Okay, well, let's go through it. This is breaking news. I saw that there are multiple pairs of $250 denim shorts that are a, the, the hemline. The hemline is an interesting that's a that's a Size. DMX that's a DMX hemline on those shorts. A, these are the them's is DMX draws. That's D- <laughs> um, well, I, I would say my my favorite product um, is the the McDonald's Cactus Jack Nugget Body Pillow, um, <laughs> a thirty six inch long body pillow with a woven McDonald's Cactus Jack collaborative label. But bro, these guys ninety dollars isn't bad, but these guys are doing nine to twelve weeks. That means they're doing a pre order, like a broke podcast. <laughs> only a broke podcast would do a pre-order yeah we uh, make we make our shit and if we lose money we lose money we nut up and we just take the l you know what we i'm saying up, we we nut up we take the l which has not happened yet as we do sell out in just well it's not it's, it's not gonna happen but it's something to think about you know but I mean? I mean we I, i'm saying I, I i just want a little more honesty from the world where like if you're going to do that just say you know, I don't want to take a financial loss instead yes. of saying like I don't want Mother Nature to take a financial yeah, loss because yeah. I made three extra beanies. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't care. You guys don't care about the <laughs> environment. You care about the bottom line, and there's no shame in that. Like I, I'm fine with that. But the Cactus Jack merchandise, I would say that there are. I mean, honestly, the cartoon Nugget T-shirts with the stitched mouths are pretty crazy. Um, but then I do like Cactus Mac. That's a clever flip, wouldn't you say? Um, it is a very, very clever use of wordplay <laughs> there that only only a lyricist known as whoever writes Cactus Jack's <laughs> ra- uh, bars think, for him. Only Sci High could come up with something like that. Do you like think that. they brought Sci High the Prince in to write Cactus Jack, Cactus, uh, excuse me, McDonald's? Actually, hold on. The billion served work jacket for 128 is really some blue collar stolen valor. Well, you know, billions billions served is a very classic. It does it does have a little bit of a drug dealing undertone of serving. So I, I think I think That's Travis true. would like that. But then you know, how far into bitch, the bitch, Travis Scott, Travis 
Travis Scott's upper middle class from the suburbs, bro. That motherfucker know, ain't even from the streets. But there are, Jason, what do you want? Because I'm going to buy something. Do you? Would it be best for me to purchase you the Cactus Jack Styrofoam Cup 10-pack? Would you Would you pour up if I got you those? Uh, yeah, of course. But but <laughs> the, 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 the greater question is how... How far into like the the bad boy innuendo is McDonald's corporation willing to go? A styrofoam cup, ten pack. You know, I think everybody knows that that is like this is a cup that you do drugs out of, that you do illegal <laughs> drugs out of. Do drugs out and of. This is, and this is not like a, a cheeky little collab with like your bro's restaurant or something like that. This is this is the one of the biggest corporations in the history of mankind, and they are. They are doing drug stuff and they're doing illegal stuff. Well, I talked to my, I saw my friend, uh, Chicago legend Joe Freshgoods, who collaborated with McDonald's previously. And his take was McDonald's corporate was the hardest he's ever had to deal with. And, and Travis Scott kind of snapped considering the limitations as a guy I who's agree. Done, as a guy who's done this before. So I would say getting billions served worked in when that's an obvious drug reference and also selling, um, Starfoam cups is a win for the culture. It is a win for the culture, uh, and I'm happy about it. I'm just—it is surprising to see. I th- what do you think about these types of collaborations, just as a whole for for all parties? I think. I mean, I mean, it, do you do, well? First of all, do you think do you think they have a deal worked out where they have a, a like a rev share split, or do you think they just gave Travis Scott a flat fee for I, this collab? I I I imagine he probably got a design fee plus back end. Because I mean, if you notice, they're selling the merch. It's it's sold from his site, not a McDonald's site, um, right? But, yeah, but that, I'm sure that was a that, they they decided that that would be a good idea, all parties, and which it was a good idea. But you know, they they had to give him you know a, a fee just to do the collaboration in general. Well, they usually give you like a design fee and then plus back end. You know what I mean? So he could probably. Well, I'm not could, talking about the merch. I'm talking about the entire collab as a whole. Like he has his own burger. He's doing commercials. He has a French oh yeah, the check. Oh the check. Oh the like, ch- the check is absolutely insane. Hitting so hard, and it's like. Yeah. McDonald's doesn't need that's the thing about companies like this they don't need to do it but they're happy to do it and just overpay because they it doesn't matter it's like you're gonna sell you know it, it, McDonald's sells no matter if they're advertising or not they don't need advertisements to sell McDonald's do you think do you think this is a this is a above five million dollar deal I would hope so I mean yeah you, for, really but, you think so what do you what what would you guess all in all how much how much actually Practice man is taking it, home from it, this it, it could maybe be three. It could be three to five is my, I mean, depending on what he's asked to do. I mean, the thing is with shit like this, and you know this as being a booker, it's like, you know, there's no appearances involved. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that maybe he would have to do that he's not normally doing. If he's getting, if he got a design fee for his squad to, you know, use Photoshop for an hour and mm-hmm. <laughs> and his production is handling it, so all his all his guys are getting paid off of this and, and, and yeah, he's getting true. like the celebrity fee. And, like, the thing is, like, this is, you know, I mean, this is cool for him, kind of. It's like, this is what he does. He made cereal. It's like, this is what he does now. (laughs) And it's like, Mm -hmm. the music, the only song I can even think of is a Drake song with Travis Scott on it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I I don't, why not? You know, it's good for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Travis Scott, but he's, he's very boring. But uh, it is, I mean, it, it is great for him. And it is interesting to see how, 
how this is all shaking out. I mean, I, I think there's some bigger issues at hand, like McDonald's being awful for you, you know, and like mm. making like making that cool. But I don't think mm-hmm. that I don't think Travis Scott really has much of like a conscience. You know what I mean? So I, I'm sure he's Hell not no. that concerned. And I don't blame him. I mean, look, if McDonald's came to how long gone and said, we'll give you three million, I'd, I'd start eating fucking burgers. Mm-hmm. I, I I would like to do a fish fillet collaboration. Just putting it out into the universe. If if that was an option on the table, I don't. But it, but also that being said, this has inspired me to go and to go to McDonald's and try this meal. I mean, out of all like the dumb novelty restaurant fast food thingies that you see pop up, I don't care about any of them. But this, I don't know why I want to try. There's a soda. There's a drink called Sprite that that he's debuting, <laughs> and I want to give that a shot. I think it's a it's like a, a a new urban beverage that he's that he's rolling out. So that should be interesting. I don't look. Drake already made Sprite hot. Don't forget it. <laughs> that doesn't that feel like twenty years ago? It really does. But Drake made Sprite hot as hell. And Jason, I've never seen your Sprite look anything but clear. So we know you ain't really sipping. Uh, I sip, but I would never mix it with Sprite. It has refined sugars, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm only, I'm only pouring up with with uh, you know like a natural elixir beverage. Maybe no, I think harmless, I think, harv- harmless harvest. Damn, in my damn, cup. harmless harvest with lean could be. That's a good idea, Jason. Uh huh. Should we try? We should get a taste test. We should get a little. We should get a zip and and try get a taste test. That's my favorite thing. When when a person that we both know called when I was trying to buy lean from him in like 2012, he called it a zip, and I'm like, bitch, it's a bottle. You can't call it a zip. The reason they call weed a zip is because it's a ziploc bag. Uh, well, you know, zip in a double cup, bro. I yes, but a zip it works. Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I guess that. I mean, and also a Z, you would call it a zone because it starts. The zip starts with the Z as well. There's a lot of fun wordplay that you can. Mess I mean, I like. With. I think it's all cool. I was just, you know, as a as a novice, I was a little confused. I was like, uh, a zip, a zip, <laughs> zip, drink. <laughs> um. So, did you ship the hats out? Hats are shipped out. Yes. Are the green on green tonal tonal hats? Those have all been shipped out. Thank you guys for ordering them. Little spruce joints. Yeah, them little sprucers. We saw some interesting celebs, some streetwear legends and icons in there. In the shipping shipping report, it's good to see us feeding the streets of influential <laughs> influential legendary members of the fashion community. You know who you are. I'm not going to shout you out. You know, we're not going to shout you out, but big ups to you and your pops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, Jacques Mou got got three. <laughs> He got the full size run. <laughs> he had to, he had to get one for the people of Marseille. Um, but you know, we were we were talking earlier about you know the the shipping difficulties that we the the, the how long gone fulfillment center is just Jason um, shirtless with his little bird chest out in the in the garage in Glendale, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm I ha- if 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 I if I have COVID. And you bought the hat, you now have COVID. <laughs> Buying merchandise from How Long Gone is supporting the super spreader industry. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think that you know we've. I'm, we've you, know, ha- I'm, you know, I'm sneezing all over that bitch, right? <laughs> every 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 hat gets a TJ sneeze. That's free. We'll give we'll give you that. We're giving you that. But but Jason, you know, we we've talked about the issues of, of international shipping. It's just a lot of paperwork and a lot of pain in the ass. But we had the idea earlier mm-hmm. to do to do maybe do a Canadian exclusive capsule collection. Yes, yes, a fro- frosty Canadian only 
So there's no there's no confusion. We can we can quiet our friends to the north up fine, once and for all because the, they really want that merch, and I think we should do it. We we got to give it to them. And then what what country is next? Abu Dhabi. I mean, I think that we need to check our we need to check our stats and and look at our international numbers. But I think well, that it, unfortunately, Canada is in second place. But I think third place might be. I mean, like out, outside of like the major European countries, like Germany, France, blah, blah blah. Australia is up there, and I don't even know how to ship something to Australia. It just sounds like sh- too much of a pain in the ass. Shipping anything to Australia is more expensive than whatever the thing is, no matter what mm-hmm. the thing is. So yeah, but they're happy to pay. We're gonna stick. We're gonna stick to Canada, and I, I just, you know, I think that we just we get so much love from North America's hat, and I don't, you know, we can't mm-hmm. pinpoint we can't pinpoint it, but we need to feed those cold, hard streets. <laughs> yeah, you know, shout out Edmonton stand up, Calgary stand up, Saskatoon stand up, Nova Scotia. I see you. You know what I'm saying. Um, but so we we'll think about it. If you guys have any any ideas, you know, like a toque or maybe a roots sock collab or a tin- I'm, I'm thinking um we got to get canada goose on the line uh, we don't fuck with canada goose jason that's fucked up bro um you you already know PETA. we stand with PETA on this side um, so you don't you you don't do you don't do goose anymore goose goose has been canceled i've never worn a canada goose i've never owned canada goose the fact that you would even insinuate that is disrespectful is that because of a fashion reason or because of ethical reasons? Oh, obviously a fashion reason. I have no ethics. Okay. No, no. Okay. No. I, that's, that's what I was confused about. I mean, I if, you sh- sure. if, you sh- if you showed up and your grandma's fucking fox stole, I would throw red paint on you, no cap, but <laughs> I, w- I, I wouldn't want to do it. I have to. Um, uh-huh, but, uh-huh. Yeah, but if we, you know, I, I'm kind of feeling inspired by this, this Travis Scott collaboration. Like maybe what if we did like a Tim Bits box? You know what I mean? <laughs> But but it was it was it was like hard plastic like a purse or or you know maybe we do President's Choice the 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 top tier Canadian grocery store brand who is making who who I was getting all that canned nitro cold brew from right, in Montreal right, right. like maybe maybe we flip the President's Choice logo you know what I'm saying okay. or something like I, that I have not I haven't seen the logo though I'm, I assume that it is great though it's it's iconic if you're Canadian I think it would really resonate with our listeners. Okay. Okay. I will look into that. And I think, you know, getting a cease and desist from a Canadian corporation sounds harmless, you know, like, you know, what is yeah, what really are they going to happen? Yeah. What are those nerds going to do? The, hey, by the time hey, could you the, guys, the, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I don't, I'm sorry to bother you, eh? But could you stop making the stuff with our logo? It's like, it's like, um, it's not really nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not great, eh? It's not great. And also just, you know, with the international shipping, like for the actual letter to eventually arrive on yeah. our shores, yeah, you know, we'll be like, bro, we stopped making that that toque like months ago. Where <laughs> yeah, have you t- been? That like, toque, I'll, I'll burn. I'll, uh, there's no more <laughs> merchandise to burn. <laughs> I lost that. I lost that toque in Muskoka six months ago. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's old, old news, yeah. Well, Trudeau. I mean, Trudeau. If he bangs my line, I will answer. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to get in bed with Big Canada. I want to keep it, you know, street level. Sure, 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 sure. That's good. So, um, so you know, you know I do. Move. But another another thing to think about, Jason, is certified lover boy is three words, and how long gone is also three words. So, just mm-hmm. something to think about from a, from a design perspective is something to think about. We're planting seeds. I just want, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I think. I mean, honestly, like I feel like I have to instantly fire up my photoshop and you do and get because because the the juices are flowing this is I what i do jason my, my my adobe 
um, suspended again. I need to strike <laughs> while the iron is on. <laughs> I think we'll have to take. You know, Jason, I'm willing to take some cash from the How Long Gone Kitty to cover your Photoshop p- fees at this point. No, it's not that. It's more of like if 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 you if you do enough bootlegs, Adobe will suspend your account. Much like uh, you know, posting titties on Instagram, it will. It, will they, they? Will cancel? No, no that's true. I was about to say, damn, that would be that put a lot of people out of business, bro. But there, but there are memes that that were like if if you if you create a very bad piece of graphic design on the internet people will hit you with with a meme of like your your adobe creative cloud privileges have been revoked <laughs> for, the, for the following 30 days <laughs> that's pretty funny i haven't seen that that's because i don't make anything myself um mm-hmm. damn that's some i think we have a lot to work with jason we do yeah so yeah bros and bros and sisses up north we will we will get you merch soon i think and, it's winter and, up there already and and all joking aside if if you work with with tim hortons like put us in touch mm-hmm. yeah if if you think the tim hortons restaurant corporation is willing to make 75 uh, <laughs> snapback hats <laughs> with uh, two guys who don't live there well, yeah, we, we, I was can, thinking, we can uh, we'll, we'll plant that seed and we can I was send thinking, over a deck if they want to chat more. I was thinking bigger, Jason. I was thinking maybe we collaborate with with Tim Hortons on the How Long Gone salad sauce and make it a true oh, because that's probably what Canadian people call salad dressing to begin with. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. And you know, if anybody knows Lorne Michaels or any of those other famous Canadians, <laughs> I, I I would love to collaborate with get. I would love to get Lorne on the horn for this one and see if our ideas are funny. Uh. <laughs> It stinks. <laughs> I want to talk to Mark Marin for two hours about Lorne Michaels. Um, Chris, I uh, I heard your little podcast. It's terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. What else do you have, Jason? Wow, you're pretty good at Lorne Michaels. You listen to a lot of Mark Marin, huh? Mm, yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about my? <laughs> yeah, I w- was Lauren there? Yeah, he was there. <laughs> I love Lauren. I would love Lauren to do. That's like I want him to do a drop for this podcast. You're listening to the only motherfucking podcast that matters. It's <laughs> so funny. The idea of Lauren Michaels doing a drop for this podcast is so funny. Look, Chris Farley. I mean, look, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie was Eddie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. I didn't know Jason has a little imitation bag open today. Bro, I, I mean, after I, I went through all five classes of UCB, like, Im, impersonations. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I fucking love this shit, bro. If you had gone to UCB, I, we wouldn't be friends anymore. So I'm glad that that's a joke. It is a joke, thank God. And there are a lot of podcasters out there who could use a little improv 101, if you ask me. I agree. I agree. Um, oh, TJ, we do have a guest today. Mm-hmm. Um, Liana. Liana Satinstein, who is a a um, kind of a, you know just kind of a legend. Uh, she 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 she's is an absolute a, legend. She's an absolute legend. She's a she's a Vogue you know Vogue writer who who uh, you know is uh, has written a lot of stuff that I really like, and mm-hmm. also does she does the Vogue weekly fat best fashion Instagrams roundup. Um, mm-hmm. which, which I'm a big fan of, and that's where you can hopefully see me one day if this podcast goes well. Yeah, um, I see a lot of her work on my Dua Lipa Google alerts. Yeah, It'll yeah, often yeah. pop up there. You definitely do, but she also has her own small business called Schmata Shrink, 
where she um, <laughs> kind of helps you not only declutter, but declutter emotionally and separate with clothing that you don't need. She's fashion focused. It's not just mm-hmm. it's not just clutter. It's about fashion specific. Um, mm-hmm. She's also a Tom Ford for Gucci historian. So I know that's something you. Re- <laughs> I, I know that I know that's something you're particularly interested in getting into. Um, and seeing- yeah, some people collect baseball cards. Some people collect <laughs> model trains. I uh, I'm Tom Ford for Gucci. So what, what year was that? Like what what time frame was was he early doing? early aughts? So early aughts. So it's it's sexy dressing, which I know you're a fan of, and I, I think she's she told me before the podcast she has a Depop for you to check out for plus size, so she, you can maybe find something you know. <sighs> yes, for my big be- kings. A belly shirt in your size would be really cool. I think you know mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Okay. But any, anyway, she's she's uh, she's also um, she's also hardcore adjacent, which is always you know tickles my fancy. Yeah, uh, I was alarmed to hear about the hardcore bands that she listens to while she runs. Who who she was not even alive when when these songs were coming out. So that did make me feel old. Well, Jason, you're 40 years old now. And you can barely walk, and you have no chest muscles. So it's something to think about. Uh, I can walk pretty well. I could run. I could jog all over the tennis court when I beat you game after game after game while you, you uh, while you hobble and drag your lifeless bag of bones from one end of the court to the other, huffing, puffing, and wheezing like a, like an old stubborn mule trying to make it down the Grand Canyon. I can't wait to blast a sig with you at a high-end hotel in just a couple hours. Um, yeah, baby. I'll do it while jogging in place. No problemo. Oh, well, God damn it. All right, let's call her. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long that's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert how long gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin hair is a reflection of your health Uh oh and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly 
thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. and uh, Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are... So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash howlong. Nice. So we're coming to you live from a BlackBerry. Um, it's really nice to hear from you. Um, are you in? Are you in New York? Yeah, I'm here. I'm in my um, my huge room. Where? What neighborhood are you located in? I'm in Bed Stuy. I feel like is Bed Stuy pretty mellow? Yeah, I mean it's like pretty calm. There's like not so much going on. Have you left? But you haven't left at all. You've been like hunkered down, right? I was. Well, no, I left. For okay, so I actually just came back about two days ago. I was in back home in Massachusetts visiting my family. Um, yeah, which it. part of which part of Massachusetts are we talking about? How close to Boston are you? Um, I want to say like an hour and fifteen minutes north on the. I'm on the border of New Hampshire. I can That's run a, to New Hampshire. <laughs> I can, wow, cool, cool facts. Yeah. I don't. I don't. That sounds remote as hell to me. I mean, it's like pretty. It's like what you see in like American movies, like very like suburban. Except it's so weird. Like there's a lot of like Trump stuff sort of going on there. Well, you know that's in suburban America. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy when you leave New York. It's insane that there's so many. Well, Trump you know, supporters. Jason, Jason is from Huntington Beach, California, which is a big Trump uh, Trump area. I'm from Georgia, which is obviously a big Trump area. So we all have that in common. You know what I mean? Okay. I think that that's like that's uh, a, a theme on this program. Um, 
Yeah, but none of us are as racist as somebody from Boston would be. That's a good point, actually. Boston might be the word. Did you go to college in Boston or anything, or did no. you leave immediately? Actually, no, I left like as soon as I could. I actually went to school in Long Island at Hofstra. So, <laughs> wow. So, you, wow, you really, so, you know, I, I mentioned to Jason that you have an interesting hardcore background. And now I realize if you're going from Boston to Long Island, you follow the core, it didn't follow I, you. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> Where, what, what did you, why would you go to college in Long Island? Okay. So basically I was really horrible in high school. Um, you seem like a bad girl in, in, in like horrible grade wise or like personality. I, I guess I had a pretty bad personality. I guess like behavior and also grade wise, I was pretty bad. Like my first few years. You're a fucked up chick. Sure. You can. <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing in high school that was so bad? Were you like. I was just were you no. partying? Keep talking and you'll find out, you fucking nerd. <laughs> no, I guess I just, you know, I wanted to fit. I guess I wanted to fit in and, like, you know, I was just a bad kid, I guess. You know, skipping class. I was smoking cigarettes, you know, doing everything mm-hmm. I shouldn't do. I got in a fight, got suspended from high school for, like, um, I think it was a week. Cool. Um, beat no, a bitch's I just, ass? I mean, I wouldn't say. I feel like she beat mine, actually, more than I beat hers. But, um, Damn. yeah, no, I um, I was just a pretty bad kid for the first, I want to say, two years. And wait, where was I going with this? Why you ended up in Long Island. Oh. Um, yeah. You're like, well, because I like to fight. Because I like why. to fight. No, but I just, like, I couldn't get into any, like, school really and this was the one that gave me the best sort of financial aid package and like accepted me I actually was waitlisted i shouldn't be saying all this on this why not why not this, we're, look, you're, like, talking to, you're talking you're like why'd you go to school in long island because i have bad grades and well no that's, that's pretty it. bad yeah it sounds pretty bad now that i say it um no i mean they had like they were close to the city you know obviously applied to nyu didn't get in and i was like okay well like this is close to the city and they have like a decent communications program i guess i'll do this so Mm-hmm. Well, you're talking there. to two. You're talking to two high school dropouts. So you're still doing better than us. I mean, oh. actually, Jason, you finished, right, Jason? Uh, I did finish, and I did a couple months of community college. Thank you. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to take away from your illustrious education, Jason. I apologize. <laughs> That's fine. That's what, fine. But Long Island. What era is this? Like mid 2000s? Yeah, I want to say when did I go to school? Um... 2006? No, 2007. So when you said that you were you were a bad seed at a younger age, do you know the reason why? Or have you have you figured or worked your way through that as you've become an adult? Yeah, I mean, how am I supposed to... I mean, some of it's obviously, like, personal, which, you know, no one on the pod really, no one needs to know. But um, I think... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like fitting in, you know, I looked awkward, sure. like very flat chested, still am. Um, but <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah, I just sort of wanted to fit in and I thought like this was the way to do sure. it. And you know, I just had like a be I had like a issue with authority, I guess. Was- mm. Well, we can we can relate on that. I mean, I I definitely but see, yeah. I would, I listened to a lot of rage at, uh, uh, when I was younger. Getting, I didn't really get in trouble at school though because I didn't care enough to even like participate really. So I think that helped me uh, not get because that's all your parents care about. If you're like getting suspended from school, that's like a problem. Mm. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. 
Uh, were you going to hardcore shows in high school in Boston? No. Okay. So background about that. I dated my high school boyfriend. Um, he was like really in, like he was the one who was going to all of these shows. He was, you know, yeah, he was really into it since, you know, the, not the inception, obviously, cause it was from way before, but he was always really into it, but I would go to his shows and all of like the community shows at like the churches and like whatever, like sure. random place they could rent out. Um, so I would go with him like, um, throughout high school. Oh, so, okay. So you got into it through him. You weren't like a head head. No, I wasn't like, you wouldn't see me like moshing. Um, or like oh, you're, you're, lo- tattoo. <laughs> you're, lo- you're both of those things or your loss. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I somehow, I, I somehow, and Jason as well, we, neither of us have straight edge tattoos, which is actually shocking that we oh avoided that. That's, that's yeah. good. I'm happy it, you both did that. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I don't know what would be worse. What would be worse? Me having a straight edge tattoo or me having a vegan tattoo? Vegan for sure. I think so too. I, I disagree. I disagree. Really? Because you can have a vegan tattoo where it's it's just like conceptual. It could just be like a bunch of like an assortment of vegetables and fruits, <laughs> and that can mean. But like straight edge tattoo is a straight edge tattoo, and and if it's like written in the Star Wars font or something like that, you can go down a lot of dark paths. That's true. That's true. Did you? So as a as a woman going to hardcore shows in high school, how awful was it for you, or did you actually like it? Oh, it was pretty bad. Like I was not. Um, I didn't. Like, I remember him playing, like, this music in the car, and I was just, like, never into it. I was like, why are you listening to these people screaming? And then there was, like, different genres of the screaming. Like, there was, like, all the, like... <laughs> like, I remember he would go from, like, you know, like, Horse the Band, which, like, had, like, a very, like, video game sort of yes. vibe. And then he... That, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but then he would go to, like, Have Heart, and then there was, like, Bane, and it was just, like... It was, it just never made sense to me in high school. I was more like, you know, Rilo Kylie, you know, that whole. Yeah, but that's, that's a classic, that's a classic relationship at that time, though. I think like hardcore bro with, with girl who likes Rilo Kylie. You know what I mean? That, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's called fire and ice. Where that, yeah. <laughs> also, also hearing you talk about hardcore literally sounds like my mom describing it to her friends. Oh God, I'm embarrassed. There's like, there's like screaming and I don't know, I guess it's just like different kinds of screaming. But yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, it's a, it's a hard thing to wrap your head around. It, it really is a tough thing to describe. I've tried to explain it to women in my life over the years and it, and they have no, con- they're like, they have no concept of it. Like if you grew up like a regular person, you have no under, it doesn't make any sense to you when someone describes that to you. Same. Makes sense. <laughs> well, I think you should- so. So you um you you work in the world of fashion writing. I wanted I wanted to see what you think about tie dye presidential merchandise. <laughs> oh my god, that came out today. The whole Biden thing, right? Y- yes. Mm. Biden ceramics. I mean, I already I put in my order already, so expect to see me <laughs> at this like fashion week that no one is going to wearing um, tie dye Biden merch. <laughs> I can't believe that tie dye is still going. And I, what can we do, Liana? What can we do to make it stop? Is there anything we can do? Oh my god! I, yeah, how do we how do we kill something that is already dead or died? I guess that was a bad one. Sorry. I mean, what am I supposed to? What am I supposed to? I don't know. I'm like the worst person to ask for that stuff because I don't. 
how am I supposed to say? I don't really pay attention. I shouldn't be saying that as a fashion writer, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, that's cool. It's cool to not pay attention. Well, what, what are you paying attention to then? Oh my God, I'm gonna sound actual actual fashion like real not not Joe Biden merch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I've been watching a lot a lot of Law and Order during this period, so I mean that's what <laughs> I watch. Mm, that's where your head's that's at, head's fashion at, wise. Yeah, very um, the episodes last night, and I kind of forgot how hot the like blonde DA is. Yeah, that? she's good. Alex, the first I like one her in the beginning. Yeah, she's um. She's very much not her. It's later on. It's later. Oh, on. okay. She's got like a bob almost. Yes. Okay. I know that one. I don't know that her name, What's but I favorite? know what she looks like. What is your favorite Law and Order time period? I think early, um, more of the earlier episodes, like maybe like three season three, season four, just because I mean, you know, I like Olivia Benson's look, very sleek. Uh, ah. Sure. <laughs> Did she wear like a lot of leather blazers then? I want to say that's like later on, like season six, season seven. But why do I equate? Why do I equate her with leather blazers? Is that I'm, I'm not wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. I did a actually, I did a fashion. <laughs> I did a story where I interviewed the costume designer for it, like from the later seasons. But like when I was doing a lot of the like costume research and like what they were wearing, I mean, like she's always in a leather blazer. So. Damn, what did the what did the costume designer have to say? Was it like a lot deeper than you thought, or was it, or did it did it meet your expectations? I mean, it wasn't as. De- I mean, I don't, I don't know how deep you can go with Law and Order, but like they did say that, like you know, <laughs> she was wearing Prada pants on it, which I was surprised. I was like, I can't imagine, like, wow, really? Yeah, I was like, I can't imagine a detective, you know, walking around New York and. Yeah, me neither. But maybe only in New York or or Milan. Yeah, maybe. But also, that feels a little Milan SVU. Feels a little bit more like a post real real society. Maybe a detective would have on, you know, some Prada pants they got for like a hundred dollars. But Olivia Olivia Benson in full price Prada is crazy. You can get blood on them. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, got my Pradas all bloody. I mean, do you? Even now that we're living in a, a post ACAB world, how do you how do you justify watching Law and Order? Does it make you feel guilty? Yeah, actually, I thought now, now that we want to, d- yeah, do do your friends down at the at the precinct fall into <laughs> the police that need to be abolished? I mean, listen, like I have someone actually did write an article about how Olivia Benson should be canceled. I think it was in Rolling Stone. Oh my Stone. god! <laughs> and, oh, that's you know, amazing. No, and I had to, you know, I did think about it. I was, you know, with everything going on. I mean, maybe it is a form of propaganda, and you know, who really yeah. knows? Because you know, I, I would, I would never watch Law and Order and be like, oh man, I'm going to become a detective now, and I'm going to save like <laughs> New York. But like, you know, there are people out there. As I learned, like leaving New York City um, this past week, there are people out there who watch things and they are easily you know right. they get in and yeah and yeah easily influenced well that's that. a, but we don't watch law and order be because we think cops are awesome we watch it because it's a perfect storyline that is wrapped up in in 60 minutes and they there are a million of them yes yeah. exactly that's why I, I also watch it i do not watch it because uh yeah like you said you, you love cops well <laughs> i mean i i think that's the case with the military that's all that shit all this shit glorifies i mean that's why i had to stop watching cops my favorite show of all time oh my God. <laughs> i've i've never watched that 
Well, you don't know what America's all about then. Cause that's, that's, I mean, I watched, I've watched a hundred hours of cops in my life, probably. Chris, maybe that's why you're such a fucked up person. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. But I mean, those shows all got canceled immediately. That, that, you know, that all that shit got canceled like immediately. Yeah, I saw when that happened. Which is, which is so interesting. I'm, I'm just, but I guess like if it's fictional, they're, they're not coming for the throat as much as they are if, it, if it's like based in reality in some way. I mean, cops should have been canceled a long time ago. It is, it is a fucked up, like dystopian. It really is terrible show to just see people's lives being ruined while you while you eat macaroni and cheese. Um, yeah. First of all, I don't eat dairy, but yeah, you know, you know the vibe, bro. <laughs> bro, they got cashew. All right, I wanted I wanted to talk to you because one half of this podcast is is. Uh, leaning towards the balder side but you seem to have oh a, an interest and a fascination <laughs> with uh with fellas who are lacking in the hair department first of all this is a shaved um, head this is not this is i don't i chose this life yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah somebody i posted a picture or i posted a video on my instagram yesterday where i threw a tennis ball at chris's throat in slow motion oh i saw that and you saw it. I mean, it's been making waves, but there was a comment that I received that said, "Is this logic?" <laughs> that, the uh, the <laughs> the hairless rapper. That's just me. That's actually Damn. cruel. That's cruel. I'm and much I, better looking was, than logic. Um, you mm-hmm. are, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Down with this Look, podcast. Spe- yes. Speaking of Law and Order, the jury's out, sweetie. But I. W- but I've 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 noticed that you seem to have uh, a soft spot in your heart for the the hairless men of America, and I wanted to you know dig a little bit deeper into that. I mean, listen, people lose their hair. I get it, um, but I really mm-hmm. I like when a man can sort of lean into it and just own it and just shave his whole head. And you know, I think you've probably seen on my Twitter because you followed me today. Um, thanks for that, by the way. Um, <laughs> But, um, hey, do you, uh, uh, look, are you team follow back? Well, I think I followed you back out of courtesy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, thank you. I'm not really good at Twitter. I mean, I've been like learning the ropes. You're pretty fucking good, actually, from what I've seen. Ugh, thanks. I paid you to say that. Um, did you get my Venmo? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but look, you've got beginners. So luck. you're saying that I should go full Statham and just own this thing? No, a hundred percent. I find it so sexy when men are just like, I'm bald and whatever who cares like i for example everyone makes fun of me but i love pitbull the rapper not the actual animal mm-hmm. but um he is i mean <laughs> also look at like tony soprano like also extremely powerful um bald man but okay try this on for size this this <laughs> i've found to be the great equalizer oh, no. where do you stand on vin diesel oh. hot very hot hot <laughs> oh. yes he has like a oh. very deep voice he's very you know he owns it he knows that he's bald he probably shaved his head like when he was like came out of the womb like that's how i mean he was probably already bald but like you know yeah but but i I think i think a man needs to be more than just bald (laughs) to get this pussy wet is what i'm saying and i think that all he has going for him is his bald baldness i don't i don't think that he can really complete a sentence jason he's got a lot of money you're forgetting yeah i mean you're forgetting that he's like in like one of like what like the largest money-making franchises yeah bro he's paid 
Yeah, so Jason, like, basically, oh, Jason, great, awesome. Jason's saying Donald Donald Trump is also bald and rich. You want to fuck him too, Chris? <laughs> Stop! I don't. I, but Pitbull, <laughs> you're saying Pitbull like I, I mean, you're you're saying he's hot objectively, or or like I, I got, I'm just trying to understand. Like you're personally attracted to Pitbull. Yeah, but I think Pitbull rules. I'm I'm with you on Pitbull. I mean, I think if you take away, like, yes, Pitbull has a layer of you know corniness that we cannot deny. But if you take away that layer, for example, his whole music career, he is <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh the bull. Wow, he is he is very um, he is very sexy. I think he dresses well. He's what? very polished. Mm-hmm. The the fella knows how to pop a collar. Yes. And he wears no tie. I love a man who doesn't wear a tie when he dresses up. You know, I think he has Well, it's it's hot in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's hot. I don't know what else to there's like some sort of confidence. No, I mean I think it's great. I think I think there is something to be said about about owning it and, and being and I think that his his particular brand of corniness is is in line with that of a guy Fieri where <laughs> Uh, on the on the surface level, you're like this fucking guy, biggest douchebag in the world, blah blah blah. And then when you dig a little bit deeper, maybe see some of his philanthropic efforts, you know, then you're like, maybe this maybe this lovable douchebag is actually better than most people in the world right now. It's it's interesting to think about that. I I, I the guy the guy Fieri like 180 the world has done is crazy to watch. Amazing PR for it's, him. It, but that being said, Vin Vin Diesel, I'll always hate that guy, and he knows why. Have you seen all of the movies? Wait, me or both of you? It it doesn't matter. Fuck no. No, those are the worst movies. Of I've all never time. seen a single Fast and Furious franchise film. Good for you, Chris. I'm very proud. They bad. I'm very well. If, if, is 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 Pitbull like number one, or or are there like younger hotties? No, I like them older. <laughs> What about now? I, I want to talk about <laughs> the rappers that you like that are truly unlistenable. P and L. Um, oh my god, I love P and L. Also, um, Ademo. I can't say his name correctly. Whatever. He got arrested this past week in Paris, like at a cafe. Damn! What was he doing? He was being too hot. Yeah, he was too. Hot. No, I think it was people said because I actually asked on Twitter. I was like, "Can someone translate this video of like what's happening?" And I also messaged Julian. Um, yeah to see what was happening because he obviously speaks French, our favorite street style photographer. Shout out to the God at blue mode. My, my favorite Euro trash friend uh, to spend time with on the scooter, you know, or the basketball court. Can you guys, can you guys break down P and L for our listeners who might not be aware? Liana, go ahead. I, I, I have one anecdotal story, but I want you to give the full breakdown. No, it's just like two, um, there their father, their mother, I want to say, is Algerian, and their father is from Corsica, mm. and they grew up in you know mm. a rough part of Paris. And basically, I suspect that they, mm. well, from what I've read, they're very secretive. They, you know, made their money doing illicit things in the neighborhood, and that paid for their studio time. And Hot. then they sort of Hot. just came onto the scene and blew up with this like auto tune voice. I mean, honestly, I wish I could say I knew what they were saying because I know everything has a deeper meaning, but I don't speak French, but I do mm-hmm. like them and I do like their style, uh, music and fashion wise. And yeah, <laughs> you're able to appreciate the bars, even though you don't know what exactly they're saying. Exactly. <laughs> that's how, that's the power of music. When you, when it hits, you feel no pain. Um, yeah. It brings people together. Great. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
So, what do you think? I mean, there, there was that story that came out a few weeks ago about the rise of like Albanian pop stars and the connection to money laundering for the mafia. Did you see that? No, wait, but tell me, wait, is our friend Dua Lipa involved? <laughs> yes, our friend Dua could be involved, but they're 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 trying to find like a through line between why are there so many of these pop stars that are becoming successful and famous in the last couple of years, all from albanian production teams and everything and they 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 sort of tied it together that they were using that as money laundering for the albanian mafia and they would they would throw these fake concerts they would they would like they would book like a a baby rexa concert and and say on paper that they sold 60 60, 60, tickets but it would be like three thousand wait is bb is bb rexa albanian yeah she is BB Rexa is. Oh, I'm on, sorry, Chris. she's the feds, bro. She is an industry plant. No one's ever heard her music. Like yeah, no one knows song. her song. Well, it sounds like she's a mafia plant. That's cooler. I mean, at least Dua's got hit. But but so I, let me give you a, a PNL story um, because I saw them play in a Paris nightclub and oh, okay. it was going the fuck off. People were going. Was it fashion week? Yeah, people were going fucking crazy. It was like an Apple Music. Actually, I went with Julian. It was like an Apple Music. Um, Virgil Abloh DJ set with a PNL live set. So PNL plays. French people are going absolutely fucking nuts. Americans are all standing around on their phones. And then <laughs> Virgil gets on and literally plays like Chief Keef. And it, it's like a full switch on the dance floor. Like all Americans go lose their minds and the French go use their phones. It was insane. Like the, the, the Ooh, complete divide in the, in the fandom at that point. But they're huge, dude. They're, Jason, they're like Drake of France. They're that big. Drake? Yeah. The, yeah. Drake? Do they have, I, I feel like they have bad tats. Is that, is that correct? Um, like tattoos? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I think they're tattooless. I believe me. I've looked at every single photo of those two brothers <laughs> on the internet. So they're so they're kind of like a male Dua Lipa in terms of their their origin and their hotness and their success. I mean, if you think like being of Algerian descent but, is near Albania, sure, they're like Dua Lipa. <laughs> I was I was not I was not talking about the the country of origin oh, sorry. specifically. <laughs> Damn, God, damn. That might be the worst you've been flamed on this podcast by someone other than me. It feels good. I mean, I get flamed a lot nowadays. Sorry, I'm feeling very sassy today. Yeah, what's going on? Are you just... How many cold brews did you have this morning? Because you're being a freaking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what what is your morning routine looking like? I feel like you're an early riser. Yeah, I mean... I wake up, you know, whatever. Um, I go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest morning routine so far. I wake up at when at whatever. I don't know. I guess I stop sleeping and uh, <laughs> yeah. eyes open. Fucking whatever. Yeah, I like, and then I just I go running. I guess. Oh yeah, you're I, a big I, runner. We should talk about. I forgot about this. You did. You did the marathon, right? I did. She's team. Whoa. She's team Nike, just like this podcast. Checks over stripes. <laughs> Wow, I have I've never met a runner that wears Nike. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you wear the shoes with the plate in them? They ruin my legs. The what the what in them? The four percent. Did you do you run in the four oh, percent? Yeah, wait, I've worn them so much that there's like a hole in the toe and I'm still wearing them. But I can't buy another pair because they're sold out. I I mean, did they change your life? Mm-hmm. 
for sure. Damn. Immediately or because I, I wore them for like two or three runs and I was in so much pain. I couldn't wear, I, I couldn't, I had to replace them. No, when I felt, when I wore them, I was like, yeah, no, you can feel it sort of propel you upwards. I know like it's I crazy. Can, yeah. They're the best I, shoe. Damn. I, it's, it really is crazy. I mean, but so what, what is your run looking like right now? I mean, I used to be doing like five and a half miles a day because I'd be running from Bedsty to World Trade Center. Um, but you run it, you ran into the Vogue offices and showered at work. Yeah, so I would. I was. Uh, I was. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. But I mean, I like doing it because it's like the one thing that made me wake up in the morning, and I wasn't like so depressed anymore. So <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it forced me to get out of bed and be somewhere on time. But now, you know, it's like sort of decreased because I don't have to be really anywhere. So you know, it's. Like, you know, 5K to like, you know, four and a half miles, maybe. <laughs> Just around the hood. Just around the hood. What are you listening to while you're running? I mean, I listen to PNL a lot and I actually listen to Burn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> burn? Yeah, I listen to Burn. And then um, the other. Burn the, burn the band? Yes. yes, Jason. Yes. Really? She contains multitudes. Mamma mia. I was like, is, is this like a new podcast about true crime or something? <laughs> but no, it was, it is the band burn. Okay, sorry. And then what is his other one? It's like Orange 90. Or- Orange 9, nine millimeter? millimeter? Yeah, that one too. That one is actually probably like my more favorite one to uh, run to. <sighs> wow. Damn, you're, you're, wow, you're wow. a real wild chick, I gotta say. I wouldn't go. I'm really, truly not. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> This is very cool. There, there's four guys listening to this right now who are dead ass jacking off to the fact that you're listening oh, to these bands while you're. Running. I don't. I don't know if I, not to be not to be crass. I am. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I know a single. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say they listened to Burn since 1999. When I was born. Perfect. Um. <laughs> oh damn. No, I mean, I like, I really like it. it like makes, it's like the right amount of, cause some of the hardcore stuff is like difficult to listen to in general, but especially when you're, <laughs> but when you're running. Hard to get a rhythm going. But he, um, um, like the orange nine millimeter one, like, I mean, it's like the perfect marriage of sort of like a decent melody and like being enraged. So it's a great sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Great description. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I. I've tried to listen to hardcore to like work out, and I can do it maybe if I'm lifting weights. If I want to listen to like converge, but oh, I can't. <laughs> what? Oh, that's cool. That's not cool for you. No. no, Chris. She wasn't. She wasn't saying oh Jesus to the music you're listening to. It was just the thought of you lifting weights. Just the thought. Uh, also made. <laughs> just made me say oh Jesus as well. Fuck, kind of under my fuck you guys. You can start your own little podcast then. If you, uh, I'm you know. down. Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> Hey, yeah, why don't why don't up? you have a podcast? What what is Vogue doing in the podcast sphere? Do I need to call Anna myself? We need to get something going. I mean, truthfully, I I I don't know, so I'm out of you know. Don't ask me anything about that. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know what you're going to be a great podcast host. I could tell already. Yeah, hundred percent. You're you're ready for the big leagues. Um, you don't listen to any pods yourself, though. I'm assuming. How did I know that question was going to be asked? Um, No, (laughs) no comment. No, I really actually I don't um, I don't really listen to any pods, to tell you the truth. Not even yours. Apologies. (laughs) Wow. 
No, that's, that's well, fine. That's you're not. Fine. I mean, it's it's not that strange. Many, yeah, many, most many guests, people. I mean, listen to podcasts. I don't really listen to that many. I, I barely listen to them anymore myself. And all of the people that are guests on this show do not listen to this podcast either. So it's it's par for. I would be concerned if you did listen to it. I think, to be honest, <laughs> like I'm, a, I've been waiting for this day for my whole life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, look. You are entering the hallowed halls of how long gone superstardom. I mean, the the list is long and bountiful. I mean, yeah, you're you're welcome. Sure, thank you, thank you guys. Also, <laughs> talk to me. I mean, I can retire now. Damn, I think I think this is the most most we've been insulted by a guest, and I kind of like this. It. Is I I knew you had it in you, and that's part of the reason I was so excited to have you as a guest on this program. Um. Because Jason and I are flying high, and we need to be put down in our fucking, you know, we need to be taken down a peg or two. Yeah, you you were a bully in school, and it looks like <laughs> we're still we're still kind of holding on to some of those bully like. Exactly, tricks. I'm feeling I'm I'm gonna have to call my therapist right after this. Maybe we're not running enough, you know. <laughs> I mean, listen, underneath it all, I'm just a big teddy bear and a big bitch. Um, so. <laughs> I like the, I like the duality of woman here. Um, it's, it's, well, are you, so, you know, a lot of people are having trouble getting dressed during these difficult times, but are you getting dressed every day or do you find yourself wilding out on your outfits? I mean, ugh. no, I mean, I, okay, listen, if I have like a meeting where I have to show my face, unfortunately for everyone um yeah i do get dressed like you know i try to dress up and like you know look decent whatever but you know right now i'm just in i'm not dressed i mean it's also really hot in and this my is this is for this is for a, a zoom meeting or an irl meeting um an irl meeting with about 100 people with no masks on um in very tight space <laughs> uh no it's no just for a zoom meeting um okay yeah so for even for that, I just try to you know dress up. And to be honest, it does make me feel better when I do actually put an effort into how I look. Um, so, mm-hmm. does it make you write better? <sighs> yes, one hundred percent. I should try that. Actually, I need to put on a going out top to sit at my desk. Chris, you do try that. You you that is your whole vibe. No, you see me every day, and I'm wearing the same fucking clothes for the last three months. Yeah, but they are nice clothes. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. I yeah. find it, I find it hard. Have you been shopping though? You know, not really. I've actually been mostly cleaning out. Um, yeah, let's closet. go ahead and plug. Let's go ahead and plug your your closet cleaning business. Tell us more about it. Oh, Great boy. transition. Yeah, I know. I I, I knew that was going to happen. I had planned it out. Um, so yeah, no. So I basically run a. It's like a closet like I'm like a closet therapist almost. So I just sort of talk people through a lot, you know, in New York, you have a people with, you have people with a lot of things, small space, um, a lot of girls in fashion, a lot of dudes in fashion. So I sort of help them part with things because it's difficult when you're into clothes and there's like a sentimental, you know, history behind totally. it or just a general history. You have like people who are crazy collectors. So I sort of, you know, help them and guide them through the process of pairing back. And that's it. <laughs> um, do you is there is there a number of t-shirts that one <laughs> one man should own? Is there a where 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 do you think you would cap that? You should just have men, according to me and my law, should only have a pack of five white Hanes t-shirts, and that's it. Anything else is excessive, and you should get rid of it immediately. Whoa! <laughs> Don't. Okay, why? Uh, what, I'm sick of this. Did, podcast. Does it have to be Hanes though? <laughs> Sorry, what? 
Does it does it have to be Hanes specifically, or or can maybe a fruit of the loom? Okay, fruit of the loom or Hanes. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing. As, as long as it's like a blue collar working man's tea. <laughs> as long as it comes in a pack, then you're good. Well, what okay. I mean, look, I need your help. I think this is a cry for help. Um, I so so all graphic teas. Chuck it in the bin is what we're saying. Say goodbye. Classics what, but, are back. <laughs> I don't. But I don't. Okay, but I don't. Okay, okay. I, I don't like wear that. any of them. It's just I like to have them. I mean, in that case, they're... stop liking to have them. Wait, what? Sorry. What do I do? I was telling him to stop liking have to have them. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have. To, it's very simple. That's all you have to do. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> so wait, I you're asking what you should do? Yeah, like what should I do to get rid of all this fu- this fire stuff that I have that I'll never wear, but I don't want to sell? Like, what? Why am I? It sounds like you have to hire. Why? Yeah, I, mean, I, w- I think you- <laughs> Okay, I'll return that Venmo of five dollars you sent me, and then we can organize. <laughs> we can organize my closet. No, but I, I'm. I honestly, I do have a little bit of a problem here, and I think it would be good to have your insight because I love your videos. I've watched this. I've watched this process, and they're they're great. They're really fun. But oh, good. I'm glad one I, person's watching them. <laughs> well, it's it's like I mean, you know, it's for for a guy who likes clothes, it's like you know, two women talking about clothes is about as good as it's going to get for me. Um, <laughs> but but what? That's that's his Joe Rogan. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. What am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? Do I just have to push myself out, out of the comfort zone? Um. You know, I think what I tell people to do is, you know, you have to take a day to sort of do it. Or you can really just start small. So, you know, you could just take a stack and then you just sort of go through the motions of, okay, when's the last time I wore it? Why am I keeping it if I haven't worn it in like, you know, several months, several years? And then you sort of analyze Mm -hmm. like the emotion behind that. And then from there, you always know the answer to whether you should keep something or not. You ultimately know. That's what I always tell people. It's so true. So you're saying the Supreme from 2007 new with tags that I, I should get rid of that. Yes. And please, anything with tags, like you really, I mean, that should be your sort of, unless you just bought it like the day before, like that should be your red flag moment. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I agree with you. What are you specifically bringing to the table that I can't get from, say, a Marie Kondo? So the thing is, like, Marie Kondo, I mean, she works very well for, like, general things. I mean, she created a whole sprawling industry. I mean, I'm basically very fashion-focused in the sense that, like, I have a fashion background. I understand how hard it is to part with, you know, certain types of clothes because I am a collector. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We know you really be dressing, but what kind of – what is your what is your collection? What is is your focus? If mine is T-shirts, what is yours? I mean, Tom Ford Araguchi is my, like, it's my total week's mm. boss, my Achilles heel. That is what I collect, and that is what I stay up late. Um, when I'm not crying about the state of my life, um, that's what I stay up late doing and looking for on the internet. So what would you, because those... I, so you are an online shopper. I would consider I, those clothes to be, like, sexy clothes. Would you agree with that? Oh, hun- <laughs> yeah. I that's, mean, like, the I'm, height of, like, sexy dressing in that era. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I feel like he completely. It was. That's when he snapped. He snapped when he when he he snapped on that collection collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what and I would say. Oh, sorry. Is it ex- no? Is it? Ex- but it's, it's is it that expensive or is it pretty affordable at this point? I mean, you have. I mean, right now because 
he's, you know, first off, the Kardashians wore it and the Jenners wore it um, a few years ago, which caused like a huge spike in yeah. prices. And then also um, mm. Miley Cyrus recently wore a very rare piece. I was actually looking on, I was, it was favorited on my Etsy or whatever. Um, and it was like pretty, it was like, you know, like 400 something dollars. And I was like, it was on my wish list. I don't think I'd ever buy it because um, it's just out of my range. So is it like unwearable though, or is it actually something you could wear? It's something I could wear, but it would have to be going out. And basically after Miley Cyrus wore that same exact piece, it's like snakeskin sequined. Uh, no, it's beaded. Um, snakeskin print. Sorry. The price jumped over like $1,400. So it's like these celebrities, they have like yeah. a huge effect on the vintage mm. in the archive market. No, they do. That's what happened with the contacts cameras too. Like Frank Ocean carried one and then the Jenners use one and then it triples in price like the next week. Um, but it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. But is this, so there's a lot of this Tom Ford to be ha- for Gucci to be had. It's just like, it depends on how bad you want it. Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm pretty good at searching for things at this point. Um, so, I mean, I can find something pretty affordable. Are you, are you an eBay stand? Oh my God. Yeah. Actually, my mo- I grew up on eBay because my mother was, she's a professional eBayer. She started and I want to say, whoa, 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 you're burying the lead. This is cool <laughs> as is hell. She flipping, is she flipping beanie? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> So actually, but I was around, I do remember that whole entire Beanie Baby thing because I was with her at (laughs) like flea markets and stuff and you would have dealers who would specifically deal Beanie Babies. Like that was their thing. I remember like the Princess Mm -hmm. Die one. was like That was a big one. one. Yeah, my sister had a pretty serious collection, so it was a big thing. My mom was off a bean at a certain point. Was she? She was off. (laughs) (laughs) It was 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 an issue. That's pretty funny. So what was your mom selling specifically? Um, so she was, so she started selling antiques. So, so, I mean, when she first started, it was like a lot of furniture, um, just anything that you could really find that was, you know, an antique. And, but once the economy sort of tanked, she had to, I guess, what is the word pivot? Um, so now she does mostly jewelry. So yeah, I just like, like fine jewelry, like high end fine jewelry. Like what are we diamonds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean like high end jewelry. So she's very, um, I mean, she's, it's probably a hell of a lot easier to ship than uh vintage furniture. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you can, you can actually, the, yeah, not a that's, high that's priority. Very, that's very cool. And like, how much work was this? Is this a lot of work? Oh my God. Yeah. And she's still doing it. So, I mean, every single day she is, you know, driving to, you know, meeting someone on Craigslist. It's actually kind of in like a parking lot at like some Shaw's, you know, it's like, Mm. she's, is it safe to say that she's addicted to the hustle? Oh yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I have to say she's, (laughs) she's a very hard worker and she's very, very smart. And she's making and she's making some serious coin doing this or some good enough coin. Yeah. I think it's hard right now to be honest with, COVID. I mean, obviously for yeah, everyone, but sure. she does a lot of in-person stuff, yeah. so it's been a lot more difficult, and she gets a little nervous about, um, you know, meeting people in person, mm-hmm. naturally. Well, luckily, this this is a yeah, super yeah. spreader podcast, so we don't get worried about that. <laughs> um, but so tell tell your mom to check in with us, and we'll get her we'll get her mind get her mind right. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to give uh, do you want to plug her eBay store? Give a shout out. No, not I. I I, not in the slightest not no. not at all whatsoever okay no i am trying to help her out with um like marketing to new audiences i was talking to her about it because like, you have some amazing things that girls in new york would you know love um but you know it's mm-hmm. it's slow so i'm going to try to put that on my 
new and improved Schmata Instagram, which I'm hopefully like relaunching next week. I want to say next Monday. I don't know. Wow, a, what, a full brand refresh for the for the for the small business. Yeah, I'm just sort of going to like put up more content, more videos, um, and like more of like what I feel I'm like doing. the user the user experience is going to be fucking sick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so your mom, so your mom doesn't think you're insane for copying all of these clothes on like Etsy. She she understands you. She in fact gave you that itch probably. Yeah, I mean, she was always very, very well dressed. She has a great eye. Also, she's you know very tiny, so we'd go to I guess like Marshalls and like TJ Maxx, and she'd always yeah. find these very tiny, like almost like sample size pieces that no one else could really wear. So she would just buy them. It'd be like retail. It'd be you know insane. Does she care about designer and st- designer mm-hmm. names and shit, or is she just like what, what she likes and finds it? Um, I'd say it's a mix. I want to say when she was younger, she was probably more into labels, but you know, not because of the name, but because of the quality. Uh, sure. Now, I mean, she was wearing when I came back home. She picked me up in this sick um, black rib tank top that had Jamaica in uh, rhinestones written on it. And she was like, oh, I got this at uh, Savers when they first opened. And it's like the sickest t-shirt, I mean, tank I've ever seen. <laughs> Damn, that's fire. Damn, I forgot about Savers. I used to really come up. I'm not familiar with Savers, actually. What is that? It's like a it's like a Goodwill almost. Okay. That's how okay. I describe just, it. Just a regional Goodwill. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have that in the South, I don't think. I've never seen I've never heard that before. Damn. Sounds like you need to get saved. <laughs> Shut up! God damn it! Um, I I Sorry. also wanted to ask about you do you do the the fashion Instagrams of the week, um, the best fashion Instagrams of the week, and I think Jason and I would like to know how we could make it into that list. Like, what do you think we could do to really like nudge ourselves to the top of the line? I have the answer to this. We need to start dating duly. That's <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. Jason, I mean, you could you could dress like Anwar. I feel like pretty easily. Anwar and I have literal interchangeable clothes. <laughs> I like I, how he dresses. I think he's. I, I like it. I no, come on. It. No, he's. What about my man? What about my man? Phi? Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What's his name? What's his last name? Chris? I don't know. He's that. He's that boy. Phi. You know who he is. He's like a friend of the Jenner. He's like the hot friend of all the oh, Jenners. And he's, yeah. he's Simi. He's Simi Hayes' brother. Oh, okay, wait. Yeah, I know who this is. I mean, um, he's looking good, and he's getting these fits. Yeah, off. he wears a hat. I remember. I, I like think of him as like a hat guy. He wears like a wide brim. He's hat. got a sick body. Sick body. I'm, Jason and I are pretty. I'm more of a Zach Bia guy, but Jason's more of a Fi guy. Okay. <sighs> Come on, <laughs> they're not even in the same category, Doc. I disagree. I, you know, one person is a boy, and one is. Have a you man. seen? <laughs> They're both and and neither of them. They're one is a boy, one is a man. They're both professional DJs, and neither of them can DJ. Uh, have you, but have you seen those? Uh, I don't, Liana, did you see the the limited edition uh, Mercedes Benz driving gloves Virgil sent out for for the release of the G wagon today? Oh no! Am I supposed to? No, 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 <laughs> no. But I just I, I really want a pair because I think having gloves like that is is funny. Um, but but my point is Zach Bia got a pair. Phi did not get a pair. So that shows you the ranking to me. Oh damn! Wait, I wonder if Julian got a pair. He like posted some stuff today with. Um, he definitely got a pair. Ugh, I love you. Should have Julian on the pod. Like I would. Convert the problem is sometimes the listener. accent. I, I'm afraid that the the accent could be tough. Lost in translation. For real? 
Sometimes it, it, you, when you're doing audio and you're not seeing each other, it can be hard. I, I know it sounds crazy and his accent isn't that insane or anything, but I feel like it could be. I feel like Chris likes to kind of stick to American. <laughs> that is not true. It's, it's kind of his. It's kind of his that vibe. Whereas true. I, I like sampling all like the flavors and. Oh yeah, yeah. International world. Jason, who's getting two countries confused five minutes ago. <laughs> no, I mean you could do it. You could do like a video one where we like just look at Julian and his face. I, wow, I, I'm <laughs> sensing. I'm sensing this Ooh, relationship. I think that's called is going. A, that's called TikTok. Yeah, I think. I think I'm sensing that this relationship. You want to take it from more than interview interviewee to something a little more romantic. Am I wrong? No, I mean I I love Julian like a brother. I mean girls always say that, and you're like, oh, what do you? You're like, that's not true. But no, I actually do like Julian. Would you? Like, but hold on. Would you date a guy with a dangly earring? Oh my god, we call it actually my friend and I. We call it the dangle. We call it like does Julian still have his dangle in? Like that's what we refer to it as. Um, I see when you say that, I get confused because Jason and I talk about the dongle a lot when it comes to podcasting. You know, because we have to have uh, different equipment. But tell me more. So you're down with that. Okay, because it's Julian and I know him and I know he could like protect me in any situation. Like I'm totally okay with him wearing a dangly Jason, earring. Jason doesn't even know who we're talking about and he can tell Sorry. you're in love. He can tell you're in love. What does what 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 it was in, what do you mean by he can protect you in any situation? You're saying that dis, despite him having a dangle, he could still kick people's ass. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble now. Um <laughs> <laughs> yes, be, having an earring does not make you any less of like a man or whatever. I just think Yeah, but we're not talking about an earring. We're talking about a motherfucking dangle. It it's a big ass <laughs> cross too, Jason. It ain't even like I think I think with a dangle <clears throat> it's either this person cannot protect me or this person will be able to protect me against anyone. It's it's sort of feast or famine. There is no middle ground. You can either kill somebody easily with your hands or yeah, you are a little bit of a soft good point. But I feel like, I feel like you're, I mean, you know, Jason and I are, are, you know, we're not really rough around the edges. We're pretty refined guys. But if you want somebody a little tougher, I see the appeal. Yeah, I just, you know, I think he's like a calm and collected dude, but I know he, like, I know he would happened. He would absolutely stab somebody. I agree 100%. I'm always looking for guys who are ready to pop off in any (laughs) moment, so I get that. Jason, do you keep any guys that are willing to pop off in your circle? Yes, I do. Who would they be? Because it's not me. That, my friend Dan, who is a, a small Korean Brazilian jujitsu master, can easily dismantle anyone around me, any any shape or size. It's, and he is very common. That's coach. true, actually. That's a good point. I need I need more guys like that in my circle. Yeah, you do, because I think it's any day now before you know somebody puts a little ten piece on you. <laughs> what so if you don't listen to this podcast what have you heard about the podcast? You know, what is, what is the, what are the streets saying? Um, I asked my friend about it actually, who's like very into the world of podcasts, I guess. Um, and she was like, listen, she's like, they're one of like the nicer, they're like nice to their, they're nice to their guests. She's like, you're not going to like, they're not going to ask you like anything that's going to make you feel like uncomfortable or, you know, they're pretty with it. So that's what I've heard. Wow. It's weird to think that there are like not nice podcasts. Like who who is out there asking not nice questions to your yeah, wow. guest who was nice enough to come Yeah, on? this is not a gotcha opportunity for us. This is an opportunity to link and build with people from from different, you know, <laughs> different places. You know, it's, it's for us to I don't I I'm glad that's our reputation. But it is it's nice to hear that. Yeah, it does make me feel good. Do I know this person? Um no, but she says that she knows you and well, so you don't, you don't know her, you don't know each other, but she says that when she goes out on dates with men, 
who are in the oh, um this is gonna be who like are in like the fashion like or fashion adjacent world that they do are they're like oh yeah you know chris black i worked out with chris black like <laughs> <laughs> they like they like drop your name i'm dead serious this would be whole name every every guy i've gone on a date with Keeps talking about how they worked out with Chris. That's Black. cool that she goes out with gay guys because I thought it was just me. <laughs> but that's cool. I guess that's- it is a it is a New York uh, rite of passage is, to yeah. to work out to hit the dog pound with Chris. Yeah, if we're, if we're hitting dog pound, you know Chris is in the cut. It's a scary sight flipping that tire over. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible that that's an incredible that's an incredible thing for someone to say. I, Fli- flipping the tire of the elliptical machine over. <laughs> exactly. That's a really insane thing for someone to say. But I I, I think I like it. It feels like I mean, it you're feels, popular. It feels factual, though, also. But I don't know. I don't work out. I work out alone mostly, unless it's with Jason. So I'm wondering who these guys are. Maybe they're just using your name to like get ahead, you know, in the dating game. I don't know. <laughs> I think they are, and I think we're gonna have to. That's I'm gonna have to call in my shooters because that's not gonna. You can't. You can't. You, you yeah. can't let my name out your mouth without some repercussions if it ain't true. You know what I'm saying, fellas? If you're one of these single hotties in question, please hit. Me. Yeah, if you if you've been using my name and saying that we've pumped iron <laughs> together to get chicks, I'm not gonna stand for it. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that's that's good. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Are you trying to get more popular or less popular? Me, or, me? or Chris? <laughs> uh, uh, both. Bo- uh, definitely both. Well, Liana, go ahead. Um, me? I don't know. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you happy with your current level of popularity? I don't even <laughs> think I'm that. Whatever. I mean, I'm just happy with how I'm doing things now. I mean, I just. I don't, I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> we need to be looking forward, though. What do you- and also inward. Also, I'm always trying to be more popular because that lines my pockets with hard, cold, hard cash. Mm-hmm. You know, if this, if this podcast gets more popular, we make more money. So therefore, I have to be focused on that to some extent. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm seeing both of you guys go down two different roads, it seems like, with those replies. Mm, but I think with this... Maybe maybe each of you could take a page out of each other's book. Oh, good point, Jason. I think that's true. I, I love to learn from others. Um, I, I think though, I think Liana, I feel like you, with this relaunch of your small business, maybe you do need some popularity to get these closets organized. Yeah. I mean, I think like, I'm just trying to focus on the hashtag content and then, you know, whatever comes from that, it'll be totally groovy. So like maybe, so should we, should we shoot, should we try to introduce you to some big celebs that you can organize their closets? Oh my God, please. Jason know Jason knows Diplo, Steve Aoki, and Bloody Beetroots. So you pick which one you want. I kind of those are just those are just some of the EDM celebs I know. I have a lot of other celeb friends in different areas. So. I would love and all. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. I mean, I was just gonna say I would love to do Diplo. I think he's also a very stylish, attractive man who's very mm-hmm. sure of himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like chris um he's a lot hotter with than me more more money more muscle but but he i'm sure he you know he has a closet full of stuff that is all given to him for free over the years and he could really use a cleany uppy that's, really I mean, I I, I, that's actually a great candidate for you um I, no no joking i feel like guys like that really do get too much stuff so it'd be it would be fun for you to go through and see all his designer wares 
I mean, at a certain point, if you're somebody like that, you are literally receiving so many free items of clothing that it becomes a, a burden on your life, even though it seems impossible to put yourself in that mindset. It's true. I mean, it's true. I that's why, exactly why I need a closet closet cleanup. Yeah, we should do an ins- what? Um, We're ready to what, what? What item of clothing is usually the hardest for people to get rid of? Hmm. I want to say. I mean, it, honestly, it varies from. Is it, is it the furs? It's the furs, isn't it? The furs. <laughs> we don't get well, rid no- of furs. My grandma stole a staying in my closet, sweetie. Do not get it twisted. <laughs> no, I mean, what do people have a hard time getting rid of? It's not necessarily what they have a hard time getting rid of. It's just things that accumulate. So, you know, you see a lot of like outerwear and then people get tricky with outerwear because it's usually more expensive or, Mm. you know, something like that. That's a good point. And then, um, you know, I see a lot of jeans. People love to sort of collect jeans and that's something else that really, you know, takes up a lot of real estate in the wardrobe area. Mm. Well, the jeans tell a story. It is hard to yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, like I don't that. know what the whiskers are looking like on your your jeans, but mine definitely tell a story. So <laughs> the whiskers, yeah, Jason, you weren't there in two, in nineteen ninety nine when I was buying fucking APC jeans. You were still wearing jinkos. Oh, zing! <laughs> <laughs> no zing. No you zing. Your rips. Yeah, hell yeah. Rips? <laughs> no, I would never buy. Jason would buy his rips. Jason, Jason's wearing Amiri's right now. You just can't see him. He's wearing oh, skinny God. Amiri's. With the YSL brunch boots right now. It's just- <laughs> why, yeah, why rip them myself when I can pay somebody to rip them for That's me? a good point. <laughs> Great. I live in Glendale after all. Good point, Jason. Actually, I never thought about it that way. We're, we're talking about manual labor. I'm trying to avoid it at all costs. So if I have to pay $1,000 for the denim, that's fine. You know what I mean? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, guys. It's been a pleasure. How how oh, would wow. you rate your experience on this podcast? Oh, wow, I was having so much fun. All this time flew by. On a scale of <laughs> one to ten, how sarcastic was that? <laughs> Sixty nine. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, go ahead and rate us one to ten, please. I, I would give it a, an eleven. It, it wow. My expectations. Wow, we're we're nice, Damn. we're friendly. You know, it's it's really it's really the best podcast to come on if you're looking for a good time. Was, and honestly, you have inspired me to to clean out these motherfucking clothes. Yeah, I, hit, oh, sorry, I keep. Um, I will not have you do uh, it, but <laughs> I will. No, my my life partner will will thank you for when I'm back in Liana. When I'm when I'm back in New York in 2021, and we can have the full camera crew over, um, then we can do mine. Let's do it. Let's do it for my re, my re, my relaunch. <laughs> I would love to help you with your relaunch, and I think I think that. You know, a lot of my fans would love to see all the t-shirts with tags on them that you make me throw away. Yeah. You could donate them. All right. I'll sure I'll donate them to Grailed and get the money back. I like I like how that works. That's that's yeah. Chris Chris only sells or throws away. <laughs> that's There's not no true. That is on. not true. Donate trash bags of clothes to to men's shelters. Don't put it don't it feels it feels good to throw clothes away though. Well, I mean, I mean with like the like in in like a bad. Well, bad the way, way Liana suggested you only wear the white T-shirts, the five pack. I wear them once and throw them away. I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> that's right. Damn dash style. Um, okay. Still has the little wrinkles on. Uh, tell them where they can find you on the internet. Um, like my Instagram handles. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, sorry. I'm, Your LinkedIn. My <laughs> don't go to that. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's Liana L I A N A underscore Ava A V A, and then oh my. 
whatever, that one doesn't count. But like my Schmata handle is Schmata. People aren't going to know how to look that up. Schmata shrink. Just write it. Schmata shrink. What does Schmata mean? It means rag in Yiddish. I love that. Schmata shrink. That works out. I like it. It's a very catchy name. I think it's going to, I think you're going to go, I think you're going places. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We hope to um, spread the word. And if you are in New York and you, and the, and the, the Schmatas are looking bad. She will come. And we didn't talk. We didn't talk about your writing that much. You're a brilliant writer. I love reading your stuff. Um, so oh. people, people can oh. people people can seek that out. You know, on the internet, it's not hard to find that. Well, the Venmo will be hitting your uh, account in about you know three seconds. So no, I wouldn't even. I, I don't take. You know, I know people think I'm on the take, but not when it comes to the arts. I would never. I'm merely. A, I'm merely a patron. I would never take money. Yeah, Leon, just keep on writing and Chris will be happy. That's all we got. Exactly. That's all I need. Um, All right. Thank Thank you. you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.